and welcome to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and we're going to be discussing some of the hottest, controversial, and in many cases considered taboo topics. We cover every issue you've ever considered, and several you haven't even thought of, from the unique perspective of a conservative atheist. Enjoy! And welcome back to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and I'm being joined today by my co-host, Mendez. Welcome to the show, Mendez. Hey, how's everyone? Nice to be here again. And today we're going to talk about free speech. We're going to revisit the topic of free speech because free speech is under constant attack. And Mendez is in Brazil, and there's a specific case going on in Brazil, free speech in general. Uh, Mendez, uh, what is going on in Brazil with free speech? Uh, one second, just uh, your audio came a little weird, but now it's, I think it's okay now. I, I said, what? Yeah, what? Is, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah now I can. Yeah. Okay, what is going on with, with this particular case in, with free speech in Brazil? Yeah, yeah. So recently, let's say a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had a case of, uh, I mean, we know that comedians all over the world are. Uh, worried about this because you know you're not supposed to do certain kinds of jokes especially if it gets to minority groups uh comedians in the united states they're complaining constantly especially about uh going to universities for example you know there are comedians that were not even going to universities anymore because everyone is sensitive about everything so the more the more it goes the more there is stuff that you cannot say or do whatsoever and and the same things go same thing goes on worldwide you know those this this disease is, is is becoming global so in brazil uh we had a very recent case with a comedian called leo links you know leo is the portuguese version of the word leo uh, it's, it's it's written the same way but we pronounce it differently so leo links is a comedian who loves to do you know controversial jokes and he, people are trying to cancel him right now. And not just that. Uh, people try to cancel the people who try to defend him. You know? So now there's a, there's a militants versus comedians fight going on. And at the same time, you have these comedians who are more like uh, woke related. And, and some of these comedians also stand up, stood up uh, in favor of Leo Ling's even though they don't necessarily kind of agree with his vision of things. And now people are trying to, we're, we're trying to cancel these comedians as well. One of them was a very well-known comedian in Brazil named Fabio Porchat. Fabio Porchat, right after uh, all the things that happened to Leo Lins, I'm going to explain what happened to Leo Lins. Uh, he manifested himself in, tweet, in two tweets very aggressively. Uh, very upset about the fact that people are trying to censor comedians and, 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 and made it this defense of free speech uh, on Twitter. And then, you know, the woke, the woke bands, the woke, the woke trope went all after him, you know, uh, and a lot of black wokes as well, not just black wokes, white wokes as well, but many black wokes were 
uh, post some videos saying, I can't believe that Porsche is also defending this guy. So when the, when the, how do you say, how do you say that when the put comes to shove? Yeah, when, when push comes to shove. When push comes to shove, he stayed with the white people, you know? Like, so people are trying to, like, the, the woke, the wokes are, we're quite trying to divorce from him, saying, well, deep down he's a white guy. And when it put comes to show, he heals white, so he's going with the comedians. The guy who, who made the joke was white. And now, and then, you know, there was this uh, of the force between him and, and the woke and the woke trope. But then uh, Borsha posted another video. Then he posted a video. He, he, he raised his tweets, posted a video, uh, almost apologized. He wasn't really apologizing. He was just trying to explain himself properly, but it was an apology as well. I'm saying, please don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> the apology should be, I'm yeah. sorry, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> that should be the so, apology. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm sorry so, I offended uh, you, but we're comedians and we tell jokes. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, here's my take on this. So now, so it created a thing about this, you know, there was this huge controversy going on. That was kind of, uh, you say obfuscated? Is that right? Obfuscated? Yes. Okay, that was a little bit obfuscated by another controversy, which was a real racism case, which happened in Spain. You know, I don't know if you're aware of this soccer player named Vinicius Junior. No. Yeah, he was playing in Spain, and there's a constant of you know, this is something that never happens in the United States, but in Spain and in Europe is in some certain parts of Europe is common. Like black players are playing and the fans are shouting monkey chants and imitating monkey on, on, on the stands, you know. Interesting. That, that, that kind of shit, yeah. And it's extremely loud and, and it re, it's, 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 it's blatant. It's ridiculously blatant. And Vinicius Junior just came out and it wrote a tweet. And, and, and now the whole world stopped to talk about it, you know, racism in Spain. Why is Spain racism? Whatsoever. Even the, the Spanish are having this debate right now. So this case kind of obfuscated a little bit the other case that was gaining uh, huge proportions. But but the other case is a still thing. So I'm going to go and describe a little bit of what, what went on. You know, I gave a, a, a summary of it. Summary, yeah, synopsis. Go ahead. I will, yeah. But I will, I will go in a little bit more into detail on this. Okay. Say what I think about it, and then we can go and, and talk more about the, the issue of freedom of speech, not just in comedy, but in everything. What was what was what were the jokes that he told that he got got him in trouble? Well, uh, okay. So uh, Leo Lins is already very controversial. He's not a great comedian, right? Because uh, there are comedians who like to make controversial jokes, but they do it in a very sophisticated way. You know, right. Or sometimes it's just covered themselves. You know, so say they say something that they're going to use. In, if, if, if he's attacked by what he said, he's going to use that thing that he said before to say, no, that's not what I meant. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, like Dave Chappelle does that all the time. You know, uh, I think Bill Burr does that. And, and, and uh, uh, Chris Rock does that. Other comedians do that. Right? Do you, let me give you an example of a joke I would never tell because it's horrible. Yeah. Um, I would never tell this joke. So... A black guy walks into a bar with a parrot on his shoulder. With a what? With a parrot on his shoulder. With a parrot on his shoulder, yeah. Yeah. And the bartender says, where'd you get that? And the parrot says, in Africa, they're all over the place. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> now, I would never tell a joke like that, because that's just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke that Michael Chair would, would give to, you know, 
Colleen and Cher on Saturday Night Live? Are you aware of this? Yes. Yeah. yes. So that's I, I, this is this is what is funny, you know. If Michael Cher <laughs> writes this joke, it's great. You can just laugh without any responsibility whatsoever, and that's the kind of joke that he could he could have made to that show and given to Colleen to speak. So Colleen speak. We all know it's Michael Cher stuff. He's black. So there's no problem about laughing of it. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed. I, I admit that I laughed. I laughed with, at this joke. You know, oh, it's racist. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it is. But anyway, <laughs> but getting back to getting back to Leolins. Uh, so he's not just known for making jokes about minorities. He's not really racist. I don't think he's racist. But he, you know, he's that guy. He he like he, you know, he first of all, he he has a more, let's say a rude kind of sense of humor. You know that guy who's the bully in class? Yeah. But sometimes he's, he's not really mean. Sometimes he's mean, but sometimes it's not that he's mean. He just doesn't know how to uh, make that make that same joke in a more sophisticated way. So so it, it sounds like he's being an asshole, but, but sometimes it's not. It's just a, li a little bit dumb, you know? A little right. bit not very clever. He's not a very clever person, you know? So, uh, so he was, uh, so, so he was known already by doing jokes. For example, he was associated with a, with a channel here in Brazil, SBT, SBT is the name of a broadcasting channel, channel broadcasting network whatsoever. Yeah. And he made this joke, but I think it, he made it in his show. I don't know if he made it in this show, in his show, or if he made the joke in a, in a, in a, in a television show of, of this, uh, of this, in this channel. But he made a joke about people with hydrocephaly. You know hydrocephaly? Yes. Right, when you have fluid in the brains. Right. So he made he made this like mean joke with hydrocephalic people, you know. So it's not it's a really a group that it's it's a really a victimized group, you know, per person with people with disabilities, you know. So he did that and I think he was fired from 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 the from network, right? Mm. Because of this joke. And it sounds to me that after he was fired, he decided, you know what? I'm going to become a symbol of the fight of comedians against censorship. So I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to push the envelope. I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to do jokes with every group that, 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 that I find that, that, that can be joked against. And I'm going to make my show all about that. So he made this show. I think the name of the show is called, I think the name of the show is Bullying. But I'm not sure about that. But I think it is. And he's joking about all minority groups. He's, he's joking about all minority groups that you can think of. He jokes about, uh, let's say, uh, there's, a, there's a race car driver that's very well known in the world, but I know Americans are not very much It's called what? aware of him. Oh, sorry? Bullying. Bullying. The show. No, no. You said there's a race called what? No, no, no. There's a race. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My, my English sometimes I just mess, mess around. But uh, my, uh, there, is a, there is a race car driver. Oh, race car driver. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That is very famous worldwide. Uh, Ayrton Senna is a Brazilian race car driver. He, dry, he he died very tragically. You know, he has a joke about this, and it's a funny joke. I have to admit, there's a very funny joke. It's 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 aggressive, <laughs> it's mean, and it's funny, right? So yeah. he has some mean jokes, some very mean jokes, and some not so mean jokes. So he's he's joking about. I don't know if he jokes with people with Down syndrome, but but he's 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 going on that level. So he knows there's going to be some repercussion against him. He knows that he's going to do that. As, it's not, he's not, he's not like every, because sometimes you have a comedian who has a set of jokes and in the middle of the set, he has a few controversial jokes or some controversial jokes, but in his case, 
He just want to be controversial because that's that's the niche that he realized that he would be good at and he would be special, you know. Right. Because he's not that good, to be honest, you know. He can be funny sometimes, but he's not that good. So in the middle of his set of jokes, there's one joke that went to YouTube where he says something like this. I'm going to try to translate the joke. Okay. Um, he's like, he's saying like, well, black people are complaining about jobs all the time. They complain that they don't get a job. Come on. In slavery, every black person had a job and you were still not satisfied. You know, so that was a joke. Right. Maybe, maybe lost something in translation. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't think I probably that is because the joke's not very good. <laughs> anyway, it's not it's not the greatest joke that I ever heard. You know, the, the Barrett joke's much better. But I'm, I can repeat it if you want. <laughs> but the, he was he the joke was like black people were always complaining about not being accepted to jobs. Well, during slavery, you all had jobs, but you were still complaining. Oh no no no! I get the idea. Okay okay, gotcha. This so is that not that funny. This is not that funny. Yeah yeah exactly. It is not that funny, and it's even not that racist, in my opinion. And I'm going to explain why. I think that the, 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 the punchline, the fun of the joke, is much more with the absurdity of it. Right. And because, you know, it's not actually offending black people, because we all know that, you know, of course they would complain. It's slavery, you know? Right. So the joke is about, like, its own absurdity more than it is, like, Doing a joke, diminishing black people. They're not. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't sound like a mean spirited. Yeah, exactly. And and it, it sounds to me a little bit like when Sarah Silverman. I know she's Jewish. You know, this guy's not black, but anyway, yeah. uh, she. Uh, it, it sounds like Sarah Silverman saying, uh, "Well, you know, six million Jews wasn't. If it was sixty million, then it would be a problem. Something like that. You know, like because you know she's talking about someone who who misspelled it." And instead of saying six million, said sixty million. And then in the middle of the joke, she goes and say, "Well, if it was sixty million, that it would be a problem, you know." And people yeah. are like, "What the fuck, you know?" But you know, she's not mocking Jews, really. You know, she's more. She's, she, it's it's the absurdity of the joke that makes it funny when it's funny when it's supposed to be funny. That's 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 how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he just it wasn't that funny of a joke to be honest. But, I, I don't think I don't see it as that offensive. It just wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. He made this among a huge set of jokes. I have to admit that the Ayrton Senna joke, the one of the race car driver, was funny. I even posted it in, in, in my stories. <laughs> yes, that, that one was funny. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and uh, so in the beginning, it was like a lot of black people posting videos on TikTok showing this, showing this joke on a small, small screen and their reaction to it like, what the fuck? Am I supposed to laugh at this? Something like that, you know? Ah. So, so uh, maybe because more because of this joke, but also because of the rest of the jokes that he does in the show. But this joke was the the catalyzer, you know. The this was a jo- this was a joke that really pissed him off. But, yeah, exactly. But pissed black public and and and, and leftists in general, whatsoever. So uh, the the case went to court. And, it went to uh, court. Yeah, in a way, yeah. A judge, uh, so so his show was can- his video was canceled on YouTube. His show was legally canceled. He cannot do it anymore. Mm. And he was kind of condemned to be like ten days in São Paulo. He couldn't leave São Paulo. And he ca- and there's this whole list of groups 
that he cannot joke with from now on. So he wow. cannot make jokes with women and gays and transsexual and minorities and this and poor. So he was kind of condemned to he, he was really censored after this shit, this this thing, right? I guess so. So the controversy begins right there, you know, because now he's the he's in the center of this. Now he becomes this kind of martyr of comedians because comedians in general they will they will look at it and say, no, we cannot let that happen because, you know, it's him now. Tomorrow is me. Tomorrow is everyone. You know, if, right. we, if, we, if, we, if, if we give this precedent to this guy, then, uh, uh, you know, well, you, what, you, what can't, can you, you can't you can't make jokes illegal. Uh, that's a, that's the thing that drives me crazy. I, I'm, you know, no offense to you guys in Brazil, but I'm so glad I live in the United States. Mm-hmm. And not not in Europe or not in Brazil or not in yeah. Australia or New Zealand or even Canada because in the United States you can there are no off there are no uh, you know I mean you can people can stop watching you and they can boycott yeah. your shows and they can yeah you know the companies that you work for might decide to fire you or cancel you but cancel your your, your you know your your appearance if you're appearing at a club but mm-hmm. but the government can't do shit to you. Yeah, but here, here it's we don't have that. You know, fr- first of all, free speech in Brazil is not, it's not seen the same way as it is seen in the United States. As a matter of fact, I think everywhere in the world it's not seen as it is seen in the United States, right? Right. But I think that you know uh, maybe sometimes I agree with you. Uh, I mean, not a hundred. I mean, I understand that different countries had different histories. Uh, Stand up in Brazil is something new, right? I mean, there were comedians in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s that used to do stand-up, but it was a, an exception. Normally, when you have a, when you had a comedian doing a show, he would dress himself like some characters. He would do a lot of stuff that would be that you could eventually call stand-up. It wasn't really stand-up. It wasn't like naked face telling the kind of things that a stand-up comedian does. So in the United States, I think that you have a much bigger tradition with sarcasm in the U.S. than yeah. in Brazil, right? Right. So people understand their sarcasm. So you do a joke like this, like Leolins just did. And people are going to say, well, you know what? It's just not funny, but well, yeah, it's, maybe it's not that offensive either. You know? Right. <laughs> so like, like uh, uh, I think that maybe in the United States, it would be less of a thing. Maybe the people would be trying to cancel him, but it would definitely not people asking for court related things whatsoever. But here, we don't have that tradition of sarcasm. So uh, I think that sometimes you say something, and even the sarcasm is not understood. And people take things literally. You know, I think this, this, this is one of the cases. There was another case. Uh, I think it was heavier than this case. But there was another case with a comedian that is now performing in New York. Mm-hmm. His name is Hafinha Bastos. He's doing jokes in English now. But he used to do jokes here. But he made a very heavy statement on a, on a television show, uh, you know, like like he's he was talking about a, a, a celebrity. How, how, let me ask you a question: How did you end up with such an easily pronounced name, with all the crazy names that I hear when you you're, you give me all these names and they sound so unpronounceable and, and I, it's just I'm like, what the fuck? That's a name, but mm-hmm. then uh, your name is just you know very easy to pronounce and. No, you. I think I, I. I would say the other way around. Because, for example, our vowels—they just have one sound. Your vowels—they have like two, three sounds. So I think but it's I'm, the other but way I'm, around. But but I'm saying I don't understand why your name is so easy to pronounce, and the and the rest of the names that you 
Sayer Lake. Very difficult. No, no. I said, I said Rafinha Bastos. So, so I'm going to explain that this name is not so difficult. You know the name Rafael? Yeah. You know the teenage boy? So his name is Rafael. So that's what, how we pronounce Rafael. You know, it's the same name. Yeah, R, R sounds like a... Yeah, like so, a, like but, but, the, but our R sounds like an H. So we say yeah. Rafael. So Rafinha is like Raf, little Raf or Rafi. You know, just like just Rafinha. like in Spanish, when people say yeah, Rafito, Hul Rafito. Julio, the, the one yeah, will say Julito. they'll say Julio. It's it's actually spelled Julio with a J. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But in so so it's I mean when when you listen in the first time, it sounds that it's weird, but then you see the word and you get used to the way that people pronounce and you realize that no. You're the one who complicates shit. <laughs> so, so let, let me ask you again. Why is your name so easy? No, my name is oh, because it's a small name. Maybe Luis yeah. Mendes. Oh, you say do you say the second name Mendes? Both of them. They're easy to. It's just an easy name. Yeah. Well, I mean, some some names are easier. Some names are. I mean, Joe is an easy name pronounced in any language. Everyone was, right. is going to say Joe. But uh, I don't know, like, uh, give me a tough name in English. Uh, there, there are some words that they are really difficult to 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 to. to mm, I don't know what a tough name in English. For example, you know, you know, a, na a name, a name, a name a black person would come up with. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for us, those names, those uh, Khadija and Tishina <laughs> and uh, LeBron, those names are easy for us because they're, they, they, they sound a little bit like you write them, you know? So the more it looks like the way you write, the easiest it is. So the, the black American names for Brazilians, they're much easier than, for example, to say Westinghouse, Heath Ledger. You won't find many Brazilians who can say Heath Ledger. Every time there's a Brazilian who's, uh, oh, that guy who does the Joker, uh, Mendes know how to pronounce his name. What's his name again? Heath Ledger? What the fuck is his name? That's a tough name. <laughs> is it really? Heath Ledger, I wouldn't think of that. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there are many other names. Like, let me, let me think of some, some name. And of course, that with time, you, you kind of learn how, how people pronounce. But yeah. Jesus, I was, I was, uh, there was this, this, uh, there's this, this uh, uh, English announcer. Uh, he lives in Brazil. And I saw this, I heard this show he was doing for BBC where he was mocking Brazilians for how they mispronounce the English players' names. So there's this guy, Dele Ali, and then one could say Dele Ali. And there was this other guy whose name was uh, Jesus. There was some, and, and, and I only knew those names later because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't pronounce. If I just read it, I wouldn't be able to pronounce it properly. Yeah. You know? Because, uh, I mean, there, there's so many names, like Westinghouse, for example. It's not a word that Brazilians would like. Hey, Westinghouse. Oh, yeah. And there's another one, uh, for example, the word new. When you say, for example, New York, you don't say New York. You say New York. You, yeah. you, won't, find, you won't find Latin people saying new. There's this late race car driver. His name is Lewis Hamilton. People well, you know, what, you, know what, you know why it's called New York, right? Huh? You know why it's called New York, right? Uh, nah, because of York in England? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Every new, even New England is like like the New England because they were colonizing the United States, right? Yeah, just like New Hampshire. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. yeah. It's it's because they duplicated a lot of the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nova Mexico, was it like the, the Spanish doing it? 
Or is it like New Mexico? Or do, was, was it you or was it them? It was us. Uh, okay, so you 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 refounded Mexico too. And we have those things too. Nova, Novo Horizonte, Novo... We don't have New Lisbon. <laughs> new... But uh, yeah, we have we have a few new stuff as well. But uh, getting back, you 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 uh, okay? We, I was talking about Hafinha Bastos when you when you interrupted. You talked about the how tough some certain names supposedly yeah. were, right? Right. But of course, there are some. I mean, I know there are some words in Portuguese that are really difficult for uh, if you're English or German or. But I think that the the hardest thing in our language for someone who doesn't have it in their language is the fact that every object has a gender you know so you're gonna say the fridge you have to know if the fridge is feminine or masculine you know uh, the oh, i was going to talk about the scandal that happened with yes. you know, so this comedian uh, many years ago made a very uh you know very heavy uh he was doing a show named uh cqc it's an argentine you're muffled Oh Jesus! Hello, hello, hello! Yeah, I, I can hear you now. Oh Jesus! I think I think my internet's probably sucking right now, so I might have to do this another time. I don't know. Well, But anyway, I can, hear, I can hear you. Okay, so um, so he was in the middle of the show and uh, he said something about this celebrity that was pregnant, celebrity woman that was pregnant, yeah. and they were telling that she was still hot, you know. And he would he said something that I would. I would rape her and the baby, you know, something like that. Oh, like, <laughs> oh. This, this almost fucked his career, you know. That's like, a rough one. Yeah, yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, that's so, a rough uh, one. Then the the you know this woman's uh, husband came after him, you know, tried to suit him, and he couldn't. He he wouldn't apologize, so he left the show. You know, he had to rebuild his whole career because of that joke. Now he's back. I'm surprised her husband didn't hunt him down, and kick his ass. <laughs> he tried. That have, have been my reaction. I think he tried. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, that have been, but that I, been I, the I, next scandal. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, here in Brazil, I think that you know uh, you don't you don't have to go that far in order to have uh, uh, inflated reaction against you because I think that here uh, people didn't understand the, the the meaning of sarcasm in the sense that. Sometimes you say something that is so absurd that you know you can't you can't really take it seriously under any level, you know. I gotta admit that that one's a rough one. That's okay, a rough. So joke. that one, that one. Would I would rape her and her baby. Well. That that's whoa. <laughs> that's that's ass whipping material right there. <laughs> oh, I would break oh. my steel toe boot right off in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! They'd have to have his, my steel-toed boot removed from no, his ass. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if he said rape or if he said fuck. I would fuck her. And oh, rape still, like still. That. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I don't know that one. <laughs> he said that. But anyway, uh, so now, uh, so the so this 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 Brazilian. I mean, so so the scandal was created uh, around this guy who was, you know, because in Brazil we have to understand that uh, racism here is is a felony, right? Is a crime. You can hmm. go to jail. Technically, you can go to jail for calling someone the N-word. You know? Really? Yeah. I mean, in the United States, you can call the N-word. I mean, you can be canceled. Somebody can beat your ass, but but you, you're not going to go to jail. Yeah, you can get in a fight. You can be canceled. You can be fired, all that kind of stuff. But the yeah. government can't do shit to you. Yeah, about yeah. But uh, we, we don't have that here. Here, the government can intervene. 
And uh, as a matter of fact, you know, the it's 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 like uh, because uh, in in I, I would say that a couple of years ago, it would even be possible for a black person to say something about a white person, calling some like whitey, but but in a very demeaning way, and still have uh, suffered the risk of of being uh, of being penalized somehow. You know, so I don't think that only of course that you know the odds of something that like that happening to you because you were racist against a black person are much bigger. And now you have all this uh, critical race theory thing that says that white people cannot suffer racism from black people. So now I would say that the judges would already will always consider that if it's a race, if it's race demeaning slur against white people, people will say, nah, but it, you know, you're white. So not going to do anything against the offender whatsoever. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway, you know, you, you have that here and, and you have also now they're trying, you know, the left is trying to push the same thing for, you know, you demeaning, uh, you know, uh, uh, homosexuals, transsexuals whatsoever, you know, uh, I understand like, like if you want my opinion on this, I think that, you know, maybe in Brazil, For a series of reasons, because I think that certain steps that should have been done over the issues of race were never done. And because of that, I think that blacks, they still, they're in a real great social disadvantage here. And that social disadvantage is somehow uh, uh, fuel, it, it serves as fuel to make certain situations more offensive or less offensive right well they, so they, they yeah but they, they try the same stuff here no yeah but in the united states yeah but the united states is like first of all you have this constitution that is the same ever since so it's much easier to use the constitutions against anything against anything that you try to bring that violates that constitution so the freedom of speech in your constitution is like it's like the bible you know you have this thing on the bible and you cannot you cannot fight that because it's it's sacred stones right But we have 600 constitutions. So for us, changing something is not a big deal, you know, because we, we in Brazil, we have the mindset that, you know, we need to change because Brazil, Brazil is a failure. And therefore, in order to make the failure better, you have to improve it. So right. you have to change it. And in the United States, it's the other way around. You see your country as a success. I mean, not everyone, but, but white Americans in general, you <laughs> see the United States as a success. So like, Uh, we, if we change, if we change what the founding fathers have left for us, then it's going to be a failure. You know. Well, if we change what, if we change the constitution, if we, we make major changes to the constitution, then what's the point in having a constitution? Well, yeah, that's 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 how Americans think. In, yeah. in Brazil, it's the other way around. They say no, this constitution was made by these group here that just wanted to perpetuate their oppression and power. So we need to change the constitution to make it more democratic and so on. And because, yeah. you know, many of the constitutions that we had were created during dictatorships, you know, so. Well, yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, well, I mean, countries have different like countries have different uh, mindsets because they have different histories. You know? Right. But at the same time, I, I also understand that, you know, it, once you once you put that into law terms, then you allowing these groups they're supposedly my, my, the, the minorities the, the people who re represent the minorities to use that yeah well you, you you leave you leave the system open to manipulation yeah, and, and that's the problem in the united states is is the, the the system is constantly being manipulated and no matter what you say if you go to 31 flavors which is an ice cream place if you go to 31 flavor flavors 
and you pick any flavor besides chocolate, you're a racist. <laughs> you, you know, it, it, it's just so goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> really? I mean, I, I <laughs> maybe I don't, I don't think it's so a, everywhere in your country. That might, you're be, not that crazy. Might, might be a bit of an exaggeration, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I personally prefer strawberry. <laughs> no, I would I would give another one. For example, if someone asks like, uh, which is the which is the which is your favorite kind of women, and someone say white, yeah, of course. Like, why why my why, my, why? my my personal my personal favorites are are Hispanic, mm. um, oh, um, Arabic, mm-hmm. uh, Italian, mm-hmm. and. Um, and also redheads. I love redheads. Mm. Those are my so, favorites. Yeah. So, so this is the thing. For example, if you say, "I don't find Asian women beautiful," you're not. No, racist. they're okay. They're okay. They're okay. Yeah. No, no. I'm just saying, if someone says that that if someone if a person says that he doesn't like Asian women, that person is not racist. Right. If you think if you think Indian women are ugly, you're not racist. But if you think black women are ugly, for example, I mean, I'm not saying that I think black women are ugly. That's not my I opinion. Do. Even though, no, I don't. I mean, some black. No, women no. Are I said I do. I think I think black women no, are brutally yeah, ugly. Gotcha, gotcha. But, uh, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly right. That's exactly people, right. People will say you're racist. You know. Yeah. And and with you can groups, you can make a criticism about any group on the planet, but if you say it about black people. A legitimate criticism, automatically people start screaming racism. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, if you say it against Asian men, <laughs> that's considered racist. If you say it against <laughs> Asian women, that's not considered racism. I think it's because like most people like Asian women, so the people who don't like are like an exception. So yeah. like you know, <laughs> so I think there are more people who like Asian women than people who like black women. Oh, of course. Of and course. a lot of people will consider what I just said racist, but I just said it. You know. <laughs> anyway, truth is the truth. And, and yeah, and with men, it's the opposite. I thought I'm saying that, like, like I'm not saying that if you, if women say that she doesn't like black men, she's also considered racist. But Asian men are like possibly, if you if you go ra- in race terms, they're possibly the underdogs of of men uh, for women, probably because I, also I, because I, of their size. Well, yeah, I've I've heard Asian women say that they prefer other races because Asian men are somewhat effeminate. Yeah, but in Korea, yeah, but in Korea, uh, effeminate men are well seen. No, I'm just telling you what I've heard. I've, I've heard yeah. I've heard Asian women say that. But but yeah, I I, I agree that uh, uh, you know the the the. You know, uh, it's it's complicated. This this race related discussion is complicated because there are you know uh, uh, there are things that, for example, if you if you say if you say I hate white women, I think white women are ugly. Uh, someone is going to say, well, you have a racial prejudice, but but few people are going to say that you're racist. You know, right? Like yeah, like and some people are going to even think it's cool because hey, you have an open mind, like by <laughs> thinking that way because everyone thinks Swedish women are the greatest women in the world, but you you have an open mind, you can see all their beauties, and because of that, you you well you, let, let you, me let me say this: if I had nothing against black people at all, and I mean nothing, if I had nothing against them, their women are still ugly as fuck, <laughs> no matter what. You're if I thought black even. people were the greatest people on the planet, their women would still be ugly. Uh, okay, so I've got to give it. Stacy Dash, do you think she's ugly? I don't know who that is. Uh, 
what is the other one? The 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 the, the model. Okay, yeah, you're I looking mean, for, Naomi you're, Campbell. You're, I know you don't like her, but the you're, other you're, one. You're, look, you're looking. You're looking for extreme. You're looking for extreme yeah. ex exceptions. <laughs> you're looking for extreme exceptions. There may be some out there. <laughs> okay, okay, but anyway, uh, so. So this guy, you know, he was canceled. Uh, the, the, the government kind of, no, he didn't arrest him or anything, but he was forbidden of leaving Sao Paulo for 10 days. He could, and now he cannot make jokes about this group, that group, that group, that. So it's, very, it's, it's much easier now to censor him because, you know, you have this line A cannot cross, period. Well, what's, course, what's, he, what's he left with? How's he telling, telling jokes? Yeah, 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 that's a good, that's a good. I think that's the, career. That's, the, <laughs> that's the goal, I guess. I think that's the goal. You know, so he, uh, so now then comedians, they go out, you know, they, they go out, some of com some comedians, they go out defending him. Of course, that the ones who have no identification with the left, they have no problem of saying whatever they want to say. Danilo Gentili, who was also censored 600 times and called racist 600 times, no problem for him, no problem for, uh, what's the other one, Mauricio, Mauricio Meirelles, I think, I think that's his name. But you have these, these, these group of comedians who are very much sided with the left. They have like television shows talking about minorities, talking about how like, like Whoopi Goldberg is. You know, she's she's a pro-minority person, but at the same time, she's a comedian, right? And well, sometimes she's she's she also very, very anti-white. Yeah, but sometimes she has to defend freedom of speech. You know, uh, right. she defended uh, Ted Denson. You know, he did blackface and all that. Well, kinds. yeah, because she was dating him at the time. Yeah, well, yeah, but you know, she had to defend Which him. is crazy. So, so Ted Danson, the women that Ted Danson gets is be are beautiful. And then he cheated on his beautiful wife for yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. She's <laughs> ugly. I, I, I agree with you that she's ugly. But you know, you know, one black woman that I used to find really pretty. Of course, I still find her pretty, but she was pretty in her youth. I don't know how she's now. Oh Jesus! I don't know her name. Uh, she has he has a Chinese name. She has a Chinese name. She was in that movie Commando with she Arnold Schwarzenegger. Chinese name? I don't know. Yeah, she has a Chinese surname, Shang or Dong or whatsoever. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, the, the, oh, I know who you're talking about. She's yeah. no, no. She's uh, Tommy Chong's daughter. Yeah, she's like black and Chinese whatsoever, but she's considered black, right? Anyway. No, she's not black and Chinese. No, she no, she's oh, she's black. She's a black person in the United States. She's right? black. She's yeah, she's half black, but she's not chi half Chinese. Ah, oh, whatsoever. Chong, I mean, the comedian Chong, he's not black. I don't no, know no, no, he's not comedian. I mean, not... he's not. He's not. He's not a. Uh, he he is a comedian. He, he was Chichen Chong or a oh, very he. famous. Huh? Okay, okay. So, so, but, but this woman you're talking about is the same woman that appears in the movie Commando. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. She, he, she's his daughter. She's Chong's daughter. Uh, okay, gotcha. you, you don't. And find he's her not. Beautiful. He's not. He's not Asian. But you don't find her. She, she, she's okay. But she's yeah. she's okay. She's not. <laughs> At least that. <laughs> she's okay. okay. All right. All right. She's, she belongs to the itty bitty titty committee, and I'm I'm more of a jugs man myself, but. What is itty bitty titty committee? It, it, itty bitty titty committee. It means flat chested. Flat. Ah, oh, I like flat chested. No problem. With that. Really? Of course. Yeah. yeah. We're not so crazy about chest here. We're more crazy about butts than chest. Uh, I like both. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, getting back to oh, so so this guy Porshot, he was who his has a show that he calls a rapper in the show, and he talk about a lot of stuff, and he has to be friends with this rapper all the time because you know. 
it, it, legit, it legitimizes him somehow. And he's always talking about how he's a racist in deconstruction. He's talking about white guilt all the time, white responsibility, white this, white that. But whenever, and, and, but, and he's always coming out in defense of gays and trans and this, this, that. But at the same time, he's a defender of freedom of speech. So this is, he's, uh, you know, there's sometimes that he's having to, to have arguments with woke people because of freedom of speech. So this, so when Leolins, when all these things happened to Leolins, uh, this comedian, Porchard, he, he posted on Twitter, he had two very angry posts saying, look, uh, we can, uh, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's saying, look, uh, if we start, if we do this now in the future, who's going to be the one who's going to be telling what can be canceled, not cannot, and we will right. not be able to do parrot jokes anymore. We're not going to be able to do Portuguese jokes anymore whatsoever. So he was, so he was 100% angry. And uh, uh, he posted these tweets. And then there was this rain of people, you know, wokes in general, people, oh, I found Porsche was one of our people. He was one of these whites who would defend us. But when the when the push comes to, push comes to shove, he sides with whiteness. See, that's why you shouldn't trust white people so much. <laughs> you know? And many leftists also saying that. And then there was this division because there were many whites who were leftists who were in the defense of Pasha. Some whites who were leftists who were not. And many woke blacks who were not. And I'm envisioning this. I would love to see, uh, I was thinking, I would love to see that divorce. They hating Pasha. So they will not legitimize his his wokeness anymore because the woke white from the elite needs the woke blacks to legitimize him. Right. You know? So otherwise, it's just another whitey, you know, and and he's an elitist whatsoever. If they're against him, they're calling him racist. He's even more racist than the other races, you know. And people are saying, oh well, at least the the right wing racists, I know where they are, but the left wing racists, you know, that, that that kind of thing. And at the same time. The black wokes, you know, the wokes who don't have the the the, the class, especially the class privilege, but the, the the black wokes in general, they uh they need those whites to have a certain power on the upper scales of society, you know, because they 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 give them voices, you know. Right. So whenever they fight, and one says, "No, you you're just like another white," and the other goes, "No, you are you're just used." In favor of you but you're not you know you're not right in what you, you, you what you're doing each one cuts the power of the other you know so the woke the black folks will they, they will have to appear to the other blacks who are not woke or evangelicals the blacks that don't give a shit about what they think which is the <laughs> majority in brazil it's the majority of black people they have to go after them like to, to have more uh, numerical power right and 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 those woke whites they are powerless because they don't have le legitimacy anymore you know but of course, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very similar to all the other countries in, in the world, basically, that, you know, so this this whole I don't know where they came up with the term woke from. To me, we just called it political correctness, um, which encompasses, I guess, this whole new I guess this new trendy term woke, but it's it's political correctness. And the whole idea is that uh, that minorities can do no wrong and white people are the devil. And that especially applies if the person's black. Black people can really do no wrong. No, yeah, but if you're it's black, like they, it's, you're they, they don't they don't just have they don't just have white versus other. It, it's not just white versus minorities. It's black people versus everybody. So mm. if, if there's a conflict between a Chinese guy and a black guy, 
the, the liberals are going to say that the, the, the black guy is, is, is that the Chinese guy is being racist towards the black guy. Oh, okay. I agree with you. It's very but, strange. Very strange. Yeah. But, but I would say that, okay. In the race scale, uh, blackness is, is, is probably on the bottom. I don't know the bottom of the bottom, but among the bottom. Uh, in oh, oh, no, Chinese, the bottom of the bottom. But for example, if you have a guy like David, uh, Dave Chappelle doing transsexual jokes, then, you know, race, you know, the transsexuality is more oppressed. You know, the transsexuals are more oppressed than everyone else, you know. Or if, right. it's a, if it's a black guy against a black woman, for example. But if it's a black guy against a white woman, people get divided because in one hand you have, like, the oppression of being black. The other <laughs> side you have the oppression of being a woman. <laughs> it's the battle of the oppressed. Yeah. I'm more oppressed. No, I'm more oppressed. You're the man who is the that. So the woman will always appeal to the fact that he's a man, and yeah. the man will appeal to the fact he's white. You're a man bullying me. You're trying to you're trying to make me uh, out to be an evil devil because I if you're white tears, blah blah blah. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> but I think I also think that, you know, and this is something that I kind of uh, uh, you and uh, brighter later, you were in the show. And you were talking about this thing about sensitivity versus uh, reasoning, you know, yes. like facts right. versus sensitivity. And it has something to do with the fact that women are having more vo more voice in society. So they're deciding things more. And this is like the women approach on things. For example, when it matters to race. Oh, feelings. Uh, yeah. It's no, feelings no, yeah, but, no, no. Yeah. But when it matters to race, you know, the issue with black women is much bigger than the issue with black men. It's much easier for you to find a black guy who doesn't give a shit to all that than to find a black woman who doesn't give a shit to all that. Yeah, well, the thing is, is society has gone from from uh, facts-based to feelings-based. And uh, yeah. facts-based is masculine, feelings-based is feminine. And so, you know, it, now it's everybody's a victim, poor me, nobody should be held accountable. Um, let's not, you know, let's not hold anybody to any standards. Uh, it's it's feelings based. It's it's what you, you know. If 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 somebody's mom came up with a system, <laughs> that's the system we're starting to live under. It's fucking horrible. I want to go back to the old system where you know facts mattered, um, merit based. Where if you're the best, you get the job, or you do this or that. You don't worry about anything else. But no, no I I mean my 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 views. Uh, I I understand that the word changes, right? Because I remember, for example, when I was a kid and I used to draw, draw to watch cartoons on, on, on television, right? Like Droopy, for example. And I love Droopy, you know, you know, Droopy, the little dog. Yeah, uh, of course. Every. Yeah. So uh, later when I was an adult, I saw one of those cartoons again and I realized that was a racist joke there that was cut from mm. the version that I saw as a kid. So people were already doing this. Right. In a minor scale, you know. So in the 1980s, that racist joke that was done in the 1950s was considered racist enough so they would cut it, right? Right. So there was a difference on how people would see things in the 1950s and how people would see things in the 1980s. Well, you so can go on YouTube and you can, you can, um, what is it called banned cartoons? Yeah, and yeah. it's it's the old cartoons from the fifties, and it shows yeah. like, you know, white hunter goes in and and uh, on a safari, and it shows all these black guys, you know, jumping yeah. around, dancing around a, a boiling pot, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bones through their nose. 
<laughs> no, there's uh, there are some that uh, I, I I never there are some that I never saw. I was like, holy shit! Uh, there's a there's a movie, a Spike Lee movie called Bamboozled, that in the end of the movie he does this highlights four minute highlight uh, uh, edition of videos showing uh, scenes of different cartoons that were made by that time. And you look at those cartoons and many of them I had never seen before. I saw the first time in that, in that movie, it was like, Holy fuck, you know? So I understand, look, I understand that there are certain kinds of jokes and certain kinds of, kinds of things that were acceptable in the time that they are not acceptable anymore because time passes. But I think people are going way too far. People are going so far. People are going so far. It's something that was done like five years ago. Oh, right. There's a sexual joke in it. Like Family Guy. You pick like five years ago, Family Guy, they were doing jokes about transsexuals all the time. Oh, yeah, of course. And now it's, it's, it's a horrible thing. You know, Seth MacFarlane is the worst person in the world. Because he does those jokes. I remember this 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 joke. I I, I mentioned it before here in the show. I'm gonna mention it again. Uh, Brian, you know the dog, Brian. Yeah, of course. He had he had sex with uh, Quagmire's father, who's a transsexual. <laughs> he thought he was the woman. That this was the one. Yeah. That was, that episode was hilarious. <laughs> and then he starts to vomit. <laughs> he, he floods the screen with his vomit. And then still he starts to vomit as well because you know he sees the other guy vomit, he's vomits. So they're both vomiting for like a whole minute or something. Yeah. <laughs> and people look at that joke today and people are like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but it, it, but at the same time, so 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 just to, just to finish the story. I mean, we, we're telling the story, but at the same time, we, 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 we're we're thinking we're we're debating the, 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 the whole thing, right? But so 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 in the end of the day, you know, I thought this divorce was going to happen between white wokes and black wokes or something like that, you know, and black wokes from from the upper classes, you know, because normally these guys are from they, they're very privileged, but, but they're not privileged just because they're not privileged because they're white, they're privileged because they come from the from a higher level of society. You know, it's not sure. just about white privilege. It's about class privilege. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so because I, I don't, you know, that, that kind of privilege I don't have here. But anyway. So, and most whites in Brazil don't have. But anyway, uh, so so but but the the uh, this guy's shows, Leolins, they're always full, you know. So the people who go to these shows, they're not giving a damn. So you have this divorce between what the media and the wokes and the academics and the people who are supposed to what the intelligentsia says, right, and what the people say, and the people are like fuck them. <laughs> that's basically it. And that's what so, it, that's that's basically what it should be. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, so they're going to his trails anyway, and uh, uh, but but in the end of the day, Porsche, you know, this other comedian, this leftist comedian, he had to somehow, uh, I won't say apologize one hundred percent, but he made this video trying to explain his position. He was saying, "Look, he he basically he divorced himself from Leo Lee's chain. His Leo jokes were t terrible. That kind of humor was from the past." He would never do these jokes, which is okay. He would never do these jokes for sure. So he was saying, basically saying, look, I hate this guy. I hate what he does. I don't associate myself with him. But I think that, you know, since this is not a felony per se, to say yeah. what he, the things he said, uh, we're not supposed to treat him as if he was a criminal, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and so he, he kind of, you know, he, he, I mean, but, but 
I think that you know, I think it would be more brave for. I mean, he didn't, he didn't really, he didn't really back down one hundred percent. He, he, he still, still stick with with what he believed. But I think he shouldn't have done that video. I think he should have said, you know what, you you want to cancel me, motherfucker? Just do it. Just do it right now. You know, he, exactly. He, he, he had to That's do what that. he should have done, but unfortunately, yeah. he, like but he has too much to lose, man, because he has this he has this image of being, you know, someone who is he he has this pro social. That's the, that's the problem when you're a leftist, you know, because it doesn't matter how how pro freedom of speech you are. There's always a moment that there's a, this other leftist that's going to point fingers to you and you have to explain yourself to him and say, no, I'm not evil. I'm not one of the evil wh whites. I'm not racist, you know, and then you you become like like it's it's it's, it's not a good it's not a good position to be in. You know, and, and it's but he could have defended himself in a different way because he had a special he, he used to be with this group called Backdoor, you know, in, in English would be Backdoor. Uh -huh. It was a comedian group. Like a little bit like Monty Python whatsoever, and they were really funny in, in uh, five six years ago. Now they're just boring, but they used to be way more funny. So <laughs> they had this special on MT on on Netflix that was about Jesus, and Jesus was gay. I mean, wasn't really gay, but like he kind of had the gay experience. And the right wing wanted to cancel the show no matter what. So this time it was the other way around. It was the the right wing, the conservatives saying, cancel this. This is a crime. You know, there was even a, a, a terrorist attack on, on, on the group's office. You know, the guy threw a bomb, a Molotov cocktail or something bomb in, wow. the, in the office. So Jesus. at this time, you know, the leftists, the leftists were saying freedom of speech. And the right and the conservative whites will say, How can you say those things about Jesus? You know, how can he be gay whatsoever? You know, so you see the, the whole hypocrisy there. So I think that Fabio Pochak could have used that episode to say, Look, I'm a I'm about freedom of speech. Yes, I am. And this is what happened to me. And it's the same situation that this comedian was living. I lived myself. We know we did a gay Jesus, and those people who are defending Leo Lings were, were saying that that I should be crucified and the other side were talking about, about freedom of speech and now they're ta not talking anymore. See how, how sacred it is. What, 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 without having to go to say, no, I am sensitive. Lelene's jokes. Well, let, let me tell you, you this. You, you know how you can tell who is, who is, uh, who, who, who's got the upper hand at the moment? Uh, how? It, it, the group that's complaining about freedom of speech is the group that doesn't have the upper hand. Hmm. Because both sides are always hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, both sides are always hypocritical. And that not just with freedom of speech, but with everything. So obviously I'm on the far right, but the fact is is that in the, in the past, the, the, the right wasn't that big on freedom of speech. The left was. Yes, exactly. And now it's exactly. completely flip-flopped. I think I think you know I I have a I have I won't say a thesis but I have a, a an opinion about this. I think that you know uh the that uh, you know the the woke censorship and the censorship in the name of our children and the good cost the good habits and whatsoever they're symptoms of the same puritan disease. So now well, well well I agree with you to a certain extent. But do I think that sexual books showing graphic sex pictures of graphic oh, okay, sex yeah, and stories yeah, okay, okay. should be hold on let me finish my point do i think that books with graphic graphic sexual pictures and depiction and and stories about graphic sex especially homosexual sex and all this other stuff 
should be in and you know accessible to small children no absolutely not no i understand that as well as you there know, has there to be many... some standards i mean come on yeah sure and in both sides uh some racist jokes and some racist things and some uh, you know some of the, many of the laulin's jokes i i i i kind of you know i would defend laulin's because i know that if he falls there's going to be a domino effect so people are actually defending they're, they're, they're trying to avoid the domino effects. They know, well, if we lose this battle, this the the front the, the battlefront is gonna come here, you know, and we don't want this. We don't want to keep the, the battlefront over there, you know. Right. But uh I I also understand that there are many of the his jokes, you know, especially when he 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 makes jokes about groups like people who have Down syndrome, this kind of thing. People like I mean, like he's asking a little bit for it, you know, he's kind of asking for it. He's doing things, you know, you yourself, you, you got, uh, one second, I have to put the battery on my computer. Go ahead. You know, 6%, one second. Yeah, 6% you're not going to last. Okay, so here it is. Uh, what makes me, I mean, what made me really upset with this, with this thing that happened, with this, with this incident, is how hypercritical the, I mean, many of, uh, like, like, for example, when Porsche defends Leolins, people are automatically saying that Porsche is racist, you know? Or right. when Leolins does this unfunny joke that is not as racist, at least not in my mind, not as racist as people say it is, people would put him in the same level of the guys which, who did monkey chance against Vinicius Jr. In the, in, in the soccer field, which is not the same thing, right? So right. They're, they're trying to make like, no, no, you made a racist joke. You, as, you are as racist as the most racist person there is. You're all the same. You're all the same shit. And it normally happens, for example, if it's a, if it's a left sensor, it will happen through, you know, he will attack like uh, someone who was on the right side and vice versa, you know. So this comedian is seen roughly as a right wing comedian. So people will go all over him, you know. So uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, there's so much hypocrisy there, so much hypocrisy. And and I and I didn't like the 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 uh, I would say like the I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry video that, that Faro Porchat did. I understand the need. He, he didn't want to lose followers. He didn't want to. It's very bad when, when, when a message is not well understood and people were not understanding him so well. So he had to explain himself. But by explaining himself, he lost a little bit of the force of his original. Uh, yeah, he, he, put, he put himself in a weak position and he yeah. undermined his own, own argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he says no, but I'm still defender of freedom speech. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah, at least I, I understand why he did it. He has a lot to lose, but I mean, we had other. Uh, I mean, there's another story. Uh, I don't know if I have time for to tell it. Go ahead, because it's a very, very important story uh, that happened here last year. Uh, okay, so we used to have. I mean, we still have, but it's not as popular as before. But we we used to have a podcast here in Brazil. It was the most popular podcast in the whole country on the internet it was called flow it's still there you know the podcast still exists it's still popular sure. it was growing really fast really fast and they had like two hosts they were the, the two guys who started this 
And one of those, ho- one of the hosts was a guy who used to smoke pot a lot. You know, now, let would- me ask you this. Was it, a, was it a serious podcast or was it a comedy? Uh, it was like Joe Rogan, you know, oh, a little okay. bit. Okay. You, know, gotcha. you would discuss things. The guy would be a little high. He would, you know, he would say something controversial. And it was two guys. One name, one, one was named Igor. And the other was Bruno Ayub, but Bruno Ayub is more known as Monarch. So I'm going to call him Monarch. Okay. So Monarch was the controversial guy. He used to push the envelope all the time, you know. So uh, at at one point, he would say that a person shouldn't be condemned for saying something racist, which is something that I particularly agree because I I think that it all depends on what kind of racism you committed, you know. Right. Saying something racist without even realizing that you say something racist. So, but that created some sort of controversy. But but he was a guy that the left hated so much because he was he was, he was pro-liberal, liberal in the sense, I won't say liberal, left-wing liberal, economic liberal, right? So he was a liberal whatsoever. Not a guy who reads too much. So sometimes he tries to defend certain points of view, but he doesn't have the knowledge in order to defend them properly. Okay. So there was this one show that they were having a debate. Uh, it was him, a right-wing congressman, and a left-wing congresswoman. And they were debating about uh, why is it that, that you can have a communist party in Brazil, but you cannot have a Nazi party? Right? That's a good question. Yeah. So they were debating this. I got to admit, that's a good question. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not in support of either, but I'm just saying, if you're going to have one. Uh, in the United States, you... Do you have both? You you can have both, or can you have just one? You can have anything you want, whether it's popular and whether people buy into it. That's a different story. Yeah, but I think communist party. You can have a communist party, nice. Of course, you didn't used to be able to, like back in oh, the fifties, okay. you couldn't. But 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 now you can have a communist party if you. There is there, was, there is a communist party in the United States. But in uh in the time of George Lincoln Rockwell, you could have a Nazi, but you couldn't have a communist, correct? You could well. I, that was the '60s, and yeah, you could have both. You could have a communist in the '60s. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know when it changed. I'm not sure exactly when it changed. Okay, okay. Could you have an Al Qaeda body in the United States? That I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. Okay, but anyway, anyway, it's a it's a complicated discussion. But anyway, uh, but in Brazil, you can ha- you can have a communist body, but you cannot have a Nazi body. So they were debating this in the beginning. Right. The, of course, the left, the left congresswoman was explaining why she defends that should be a communist party. And the, the other guy on the right was saying, no, you shouldn't have both. And then Monarch comes in and said, no, what? I'm crazier than all of you. And I do think that we should have every kind of party that people want to have. So, yes, I don't think there's any problem having a Nazi party it would be easier, easier, according to him, it would be easier to spot the Nazis know who is who whatsoever. So it would be much easier. Uh, I don't think they should be hidden. I think they should be exposed. And mm. he goes on and, 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 and try to, to, to widespread his liberal mindset, but not explaining it properly. So he, he, he said it in a way that some people could interpret as if he was defending Nazi, a Nazi party because he was a Nazi, which was not the case. Right. Or... He could be. Def- he was defending this because he was kind of playing around with something that was really serious, you know. Right. So, and, and they used this, you know. They so they made this whole podcast. It was like three hour podcast, 
and they extract those uh, pieces of it in order to call people for the main one, like like people do in the Joe Rogan podcast. Sure. sure. There's this little this little one. I don't know if they did it or someone else did it, but there was this little piece of the podcast, this, this cut, and the title was Monarch is a Nazi, you know? And wow. that was this part where he says that. So it created a major controversy. The Jewish association here entered with uh, asking him to be canceled immediately, asking the show to be canceled. Uh, the sponsors were asked to spot to stop sponsoring the show. It was a major thing. And Monarch tried to explain himself, but it was a little too late. No, I'm not a Nazi. I'm just not. He could, he could have said it this way. If it was me in his place, I would be saying, look, I want Brazil to be more like the United States. The United States, you can do this. The United States, you can do that. You know, so. so nobody would be able to call me a Nazi, you know, because I was just saying that, you know, I want Brazil to be like the United States. I'm not saying that this is my opinion, but I'm saying that if I was in this place, I would say that way. Right. But he didn't have the knowledge to say that. He doesn't read very much. You know, that's the problem when you don't read and you want to expose yourself that way. And then you have to defend yourself and you can't because you didn't choose the words properly. So the thing is, uh, there was this enormous pressure by the status quo. To, he, he would either leave the show uh -huh. and sell his part to his partner. So the show would continue, but without him. Or the show would be canceled because the sponsors would not sponsor anymore. So wow. he had no choice. He had to leave the show. And he, can, he had to leave YouTube. I think he's not even doing videos on YouTube anymore. Mm. And I think, I think it was too far. Yeah, it sounds like it was. Yeah, it was way too far. It, uh, people tried to uh, like even there, there were even attempts of uh, bringing the law after him. You know, <clears throat> if you're going to have a Nazi, if you're going to have a, a communist party, then you should be able to have a Nazi party. Yeah, it's it's complicated because because, I think because that, they're but they're both evil. They're both no, I know. Evil. But uh, uh, I think that it varies. You know, the, the problem here in Brazil is that we have a history of communists being persecuted. So when you if you start to do a hunt on communists again, you're going to do a, you're going to have a hunt on leftists in general. You know, everyone who can be associated with communism. And you have a repeat of things. Uh, you, 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 you repeat things. I'm waiting to hear the downside. <laughs> 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 so you will, so this is this is the problem. It's it's all about the history. For example, in Ukraine, I know the Ukraine is an exception, but in Ukraine, you can have a Nazi party, but you cannot have a communist party. Mm. And why is it so? Because their history of oppression is much more related to communism than to Nazi. I mean, yeah, they were oppressed by the Nazis also, but for a very short period, you know. So social, even socially speaking, in Ukraine. Nazism is much more socially allowed. If you say out, out, out in the open, out, if you say in the open, you're a Nazi, it's no big deal. You say out in the open, you're a communist, people will lynch you. And that's the case in many Eastern European countries, not just in Ukraine. But why? Because their history of oppression is much more attached to communism than to right-wing policies. But here in Brazil, it's the other way around. You know, That's why those things happen differently in, uh, from country to country. But you know... Right. Uh, discussing this from a theoretical point of view, I would agree with you, because you know deep down the communists also want to destroy the democratic system. So why why should they be allowed? No. <laughs> well, let's 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 move to uh, some other examples. So, 
Dave Chappelle, they're constantly trying to cancel Dave Chappelle because of his transgender jokes. Yeah. And they've had, you know, transgender, so-called transgender people and their allies standing out in front of uh, protesters, standing out in front of um, places where Dave Chappelle was supposed to appear. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, extreme, extreme protesting, if not uh, flat out rioting and um, calling people names and attacking people and throwing things at people mm-hmm. and uh, calling Dave Chappelle all sorts of names. And, um, you know, the, the uh, there were several people at Netflix, mm. several people that worked at Netflix that said, well, we're going to quit if you uh, if you keep Dave Chappelle's uh, comedy mm. specials up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Netflix said, uh, go ahead. <laughs> <clears throat> I was very proud of Netflix. Netflix <laughs> was like, OK, well, fuck you then. Go ahead. See you. <laughs> we'll hire somebody else. No problem. <laughs> You're going to tell us how to run the yeah, fucking place. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So they kept Dave Chappelle and uh, told the people that didn't like it, if they didn't like it, they could quit. Mm-hmm. And if they kept bitching, they'd, they'd fire him. So, mm. and uh, that's the way to treat it. You don't, you don't let, you don't let the mob bully you into making decisions, especially mm. business decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very yeah. difficult when the sponsors get in, right? Because right. when, when the sponsors threaten you, like like with the Washington Redskins, you know. Yeah, but Netflix doesn't have sponsors. They have they have. Uh, uh yeah subscribers subscribers so they yeah, they, yeah. they couldn't give a rat's ass less uh, okay yeah yeah but uh but you know for example the the problem is when you depend on sponsors because the sponsors get afraid they're gonna lose clients and the first thing they they don't even think that's the problem you know those things happen they happen really fast you know the, the monarch thing it happened in one or two days he was canceled he had to quit and people were calling him nazi people would, would never heard of him were calling him <clears throat> nazi you know <clears throat> And after, you know, the dust came out and people started to think about it, but yeah, yeah, he's not a Nazi. Okay, I recognize he's not a Nazi whatsoever. But now it's done, you know, now the shit is done. He cannot get back to his show whatsoever, you know. Well, and they're, they're constantly trying to cancel uh, even Joe Rogan. They're constantly trying to cancel yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah. And Joe Rogan just yeah. does not give a fuck. They're trying to get rid of Joe Rogan off of Spotify. Joe Rogan's got uh, uh, contracts with spotify for exclusivity worth hundreds of millions of dollars joe rogan's not going anywhere <laughs> but uh you, brazil's not like that no i think brazil it's easier to to put someone down for something controversial i mean they, they you know, i'm sure that there's some kind of clause that they could cancel joe rogan's contract with uh, with spotify but if they did they'd probably have to pay out at least uh, you know, a half or more of his contract, which would be, mm. or maybe even the full contract, which would be hundreds of millions of dollars for him just to walk away. <laughs> uh, That's know, how Joe Rogan would be like, yourself. okay, get, give me my money. See ya. <laughs> That's you how you protect. Me? That's yeah. how you protect yourself from the cancelers. You know? Yeah, you want to cancel me? Go ahead, cancel me. Fire me. I'll take my hundreds of millions of dollars, and and I won't have to work for it. It's a good deal. Yeah, there were other cases. There was this case of this volleyball player who, I mean, there were two cases. Uh, there was this first case, it was a guy, you know, remember when the son of Superman became gay? <laughs> the son of Superman became gay? When did this happen? Yeah, yeah, they made him, they made him gay. So the new, oh, the new Superman would be gay, yeah. So this this uh, this player named Mauricio something he wrote you know he wrote on Twitter this huge text you know revolted oh what you know the, the I don't remember what he said you know said something like uh, uh, this is this is like you know they want us to 
uh, what, what's going to be next or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. And of course that, you know, the whole net went after him. So he was, he was fired from his team because of the sponsors. He also suffered a lot of, a lot of uh, pressure. So the sponsors, they pressured the, the club and the club fired him. Wow. He was fired from the team. He was not called to play the in the in the in the national team anymore, you know. Uh, and of course, that when you do that, what actually happens in the other side is that you have more people siding with the person outside the the frame of the media, you know. So with this kid, with this guy, you know, he number of followers that he had on Twitter just like triple or something like that, got ten times bigger because of that thing, you know. Yeah. And uh, and there was another episode with another guy, another player. His name is Wallace, and he says something bad about Lula that people should kill Lula or something like on Twitter. Ooh. I mean, he was not supposed to say that, you know. Like, but you know, it seems like the federation, the volleyball federation, banned him from the sport for like five or ten years or something like that. It was like something completely disproportionate, <clears throat> right? Or like, yeah, he could punish him, but but come on, like really. <laughs> five years i don't remember if it was five years but it's a big it's a big 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 period of time it's like shit you know what i'm saying that's why yeah. that's why i don't tweet. i don't i don't have a twitter i mean i do but i don't use it because i mean that's not the reason actually i just didn't get used to twitter but <clears throat> twitter is your it's it's a trouble it's a trouble machine you know you you, you can fuck yourself on twitter just because you you said something that, oh i say i say a lot of brutal shit on twitter well yeah but you already you're like you have nothing to lose man <laughs> I, say, I, mean, I mean i say oh, yeah. brutal shit on twitter you don't even know yeah because you're already yeah because you're already identified with 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 everything that you say already you know yeah and you don't depend on sponsors, you know. You're not a sports guy who is who depends on, you know, or some 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 guy who depends on the status quo, you know. So you can just put your middle finger in the direction. You can, yeah, how do you say, lift the middle finger to the status quo? Right. <laughs> just cancel me. Just do it. Just do it right away, you know. But these people, they 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 can't, you know, because sometimes it's a football player, sometimes it's a volleyball player, sometimes it's a it's uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, uh, but but I I I, I hope I hope Leo Lins can continue to do his thing because if if they fuck him, you know, the uh, who's gonna be next? <clears throat> well, it sounds like they already did. Yeah, they did, but I think some of those things can be reversed. Maybe I don't know. We're gonna see how how he's gonna be working in five five years, three. I mean, sorry, in a couple of months, yeah. how it's gonna be? Uh, they almost canceled Louis C.K. Right. Uh, they did, but that wasn't that wasn't for freedom of speech. That was because he was doing crazy shit. He kind of canceled himself. Um, he was having people come up to his room and and pulling his and coming out of the shower naked and jerking off in front of him. No, I think it wasn't that. I think it was uh, he would he no would that was ask, it. Well, I think he would <laughs> ask women. He would ask women permission to jerk off in front of them. Something like yeah. That. Well, he also did, just flat out did it. Uh, but but without the permission? Yeah. Oh, okay. Without the permission is a problem. Yeah, he was doing all <laughs> he was doing all kinds of stuff apparently. Uh, okay. And when he was called out on it, he didn't deny it. He just said, uh, "Okay, well, I need to take a break." <laughs> <laughs> he took a big break, man. He took a big. I break. never thought he was that funny. No, I, I love I, him. I, 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 I wanted think to think good. he was funny. I really wanted to think he was funny, but I just no, never I think thought he's he was. really good. 
I think he's really good. You know, he's one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, I'm more of a Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle. Also, I like I like Bill Burr too, but I think Bill Burr is becoming softer now. He is. Yeah, he's becoming like uh, he 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 says that he's been he be, he's becoming a better person, which is probably true, but but not being a better person was was his thing. <laughs> let me let me make a suggestion to you. There's two shows. There's two podcasts I listen to that you might find funny. One is called Who Are These Podcasts? Mm. W-A-T-P. The other one that I highly recommend, because I, I, I discovered this guy through listening to Who Are These Podcasts, is mm. The Blind Mike Project. Mm. I'm a huge Blind Mike Project fan. Mm-hmm. And so anybody listening to this, you should check it out. Bl- Blind Mike Project. Okay. And the guy's blind. <laughs> oh, the guy's blind. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called the Blind Mike Project. But he's he's really really funny. He's he's very entertaining. Mm, okay, okay. So, you have you're gonna have to write it for me on on, on WhatsApp because yeah, I will. I don't. Yeah, I will. I, I, I've not remembered. I I remember the blind the blind Mike Project, but I don't remember the name of the other one. Yeah, already. who are these podcasts? They, they, they have two. They have two versions. They have who are these podcasts and who are these socials and. Who are these socials talks about people on, on various social platforms, but mm-hmm. uh, who are these podcasts talks about specifically about podcasts, mm. but it's really good, really good blind Mike project. I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, okay. So th- there's another podcast that I, I don't watch that podcast, but sometimes I'm on TikTok and I see little, little pieces of it. Uh-huh. I don't know the name of it, but there's a Ori- uh, uh, Oriental. Is it? <laughs> I don't Yeah. You, you consider that. Yeah. Oriental. Go ahead. Oriental guy. And he's really, really funny, but I don't know. Ah, Jesus, I don't know the name of the. the I mean, it's. It, ah, I cannot. I have to. I have to. It's called Tiger one. Belly. Is it the one? I don't know. I, th- I think it's, that's the it, one you're talking about. It's, it's, a, it's a group of youngsters, you know, they oh, make it no, a video. The, the no, the no. And he has this joke about the fact that he was raped by a by a guy with Down syndrome. You know. Oh, the no, you know, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's this guy then. No, this uh, this yeah. guy this guy's older. This guy's probably my age or older. Oh, okay. No, this guy's no, I think this guy's not that young. He's probably like 40s or 50s. Oh, then maybe yeah. maybe it is Tiger Belly. It, yeah. it his name is um oh fuck, what is his name? I think it's Chin. No, there is a Chin Chin in the show, but it's not him. It's no. someone else. Because he's always referring to this guy. Hey, Chin Chin, something like that. I can't yeah. think of his name, but yeah, his 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 podcast is called Tiger Belly. Mm, okay. But it, but it, Joe Rogan is still number one in the United States, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, the guy how, how Joe, Ro- someone... Joe Rogan is number one in the world. Mm. In how, the can, world. How, how can you manage to keep this? Like, because you know, know, a lot of other people out there, and he still managed to be number one. There's something. There's something people like. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> he what, gets how... he gets all these famous guests, and. Mm-hmm. And and it's interesting that. Uh, I think that and I get famous thing. guests sometimes, and nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, someone that I thought about suggesting for you to bring to the show, but I don't even know if we, if it, they, this will ever be able to happen. But uh, of course, Jordan Peterson, but you know, he's probably the busiest guy ever in in the world. You know? Yeah, that's a, that's gonna be a difficult one. It's one of those guys that you know. Uh, if if God just came to you and said, "Look, you, who who do you have? Who would you like to have a conversation with?" Or like, and, and he was he would be on my top list, you know. Right. And uh, 
but there's another there's a woman who wrote a book about uh the 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 gospels of john and she has this theory that the guy who wrote the gospels of john just wrote it to attack the gospels of thomas that was big in in the time before the bible was created Maybe and that and that the gospel of John is essentially a homophobic gospel or something like that, because the gospel of, of, of Thomas has a has a passage that says something that you can interpret it as like being like, I won't say, pro, yeah, pro gay. I won't say pro gay, but pro anything, you know, like whoever you are, you have to be that thing no matter what, you know, the, 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 the quotes say something like, uh, if you bring forth what is within you, what will what is within you will save you. But you don't bring forth if you don't bring forth what is within you, what is within you is going to destroy you. you know, so that's uh, that's considered to be like uh, like today is seen as a pro-gay, uh, etc. Uh, 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 quote from the Gospel of Thomas. Yeah, but every gay people think everything's a pro-gay quote. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would, I would, I would want to understand if they, they like, see two guys riding on a horse at the same time because they didn't have a second horse, and they're like, uh, 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 see, see. <laughs> <laughs> there are many, many, many uh, heterosexuals who also have this mindset that they're always seeing gay-related stuff all the time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The, the same, the same example you just gave. Like, I have a couple of friends who, you know, if they see two guys on the same horse, it's like, dude. What the fuck are you doing? I mean, the guy on the front, of course. You know, the guy in the back is okay, but the guy in the front is, is being fucked. You know? right. <laughs> I hope not. I remember in school. I remember in school there was this guy. They went to this farm place, and he took a horse ride. And there was this guy who was driving the horse, and he was in front of him. Yeah. And his friends of his class saw it, and he was mocked ever since for this. You know, like, I bet. That was. I hate to say it, but I think I would have got a piece of that one. I'd have to, I'd had some jokes on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that my favorite, the, the you know what kid, you know the kid that got picked on the most, and and had the worst jokes told. You know who it was? Who? The kid with the hottest mom. Ah, okay, gotcha. Oh, those jokes were pure gold. <laughs> They never got old. <laughs> that reminded me a little bit of uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Jesus, American Pie. You know, yeah, this guy has. A... <laughs> yeah, we used to love to tell jokes about. It's like if one of the kids had a hot mom, we'd be like, "Oh yeah, hey, oh, I'm gonna come over to your house and hang out uh, tomorrow." And he's like, "No, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be at my dad's house." You know, like if he, his mom and dad are separated. I said, "Yeah, I, I know, I know." No, that's why I'm going there. <laughs> that's the reason I'm going there. Well, the thing about is there is there a limit for humor? Uh, I've been discussing this a couple of times on on, on Brazilian podcast and everything. Um, I think that the, the the question is not whether uh, there should be a limit, but who who defines? You know, that's just. This is the issue. Right. Can, like, for example, I had a show on on uh, on the radio on my university radio. You know, it's called Insanity Time, and I was 
I was like, I wasn't the time I was thinking all, all about all of these jokes and 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 and, and everything. And I remember, I remember, I came out with this uh, Superman with Down syndrome, yeah. which was ridiculously funny. But I knew from the start that I would never use that. Like, no, no, I'm not going to use that. Shit, is it? Oh, I use it. You, you kind of know when it's like, no, this is too much. You know, there's some jokes that you say, that you know they're controversial. There, there's jokes that are too much. Like I, I like I've seen Louis Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Um, use jokes about child molestation. I, I I can't go with that. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. That that's too far for me. Yeah, gotcha. But would I make jokes about Down syndrome? Yeah, I would. But the but, thing is, if, but not, if, ch- not not ch- not nothing to do with child molestation or anything like that. That to me is, I mean, I'm not saying it should be illegal, but to make a joke about that, but it's it's nothing I'm interested in. It's nothing I'd want to hear. It's not, it's definitely not no jokes I would ever tell. Yeah, but there. Here's this thing, you know. One thing is you saying that look, I don't I don't want to have anything to do with these jokes. The other thing is saying, well, since it's a, it should be universally offensive, and therefore yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that yeah, I'm definitely because, not saying that because if someone say because that's what people say, and whenever some if 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 everyone has the right to say this, and everything can be offensive to some person, so I mean I won't say everything, but most many things can be offensive to to many people. And if every person who feels offended has the right to consider that, to, to declare that universally offensive of the fight for that thing becoming universally offensive, to cancel that person? Because when, when you want someone to be canceled, you're basically saying, no, that thing has to be considered universal. You have to take to get rid of this guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, let, let, and let me bring something else up as well. So there's a panel of, for, for a lot of universities and colleges, they have a, a, a board that hires people to do uh, comedy, you know, stand-up comedy at, at their, uh, you know, in front of their students uh, to appear at one of the, some of their universities. And you know that they have a list of jokes you can't tell and subjects you can't tell. Yeah. I imagine that. I really but you can't, you can't do it. I mean, I mean, literally they strip them down to where there's like, it's, and you hear like the, the sanitized version and it's, it's so boring. Why would you even listen? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and 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 when you when you condemn when you condemn someone like Leo Lins and you say that he's not supposed to do jokes about this groups and that group and that group and that group anymore period uh, then you're basically doing the same thing yeah and if you're one sure. guy can be condemned to do that others can be do, can be true and then all of a sudden the the university becomes becomes the real world you know right and that's what cannot happen that's why I, I in the end of the day I end up standing with the free speech people you know? Yeah, I, I have to. I've always stood with the free speech people. Yeah, always. because you know the the risk of being offensive, like having free speech, with the risk of being offensive, is better than not having free speech. You know, okay, nobody's gonna get offended, but we're all we're all fucked up. We're all tied up. You know, right. And the thing about race jokes, there's another thing about race jokes that is it's quite uh, a little, it's a bit hypocritical. I kind of understand from a, from a certain perspective. But at the same time, it's it's kind of hypocritical because, for example, uh, you know, sometimes, for example, uh, for example, uh, when, when Porsche made his video announcement, he said he, he, he likes to let really clear that he doesn't find those jokes funny. So if it's a joke, if a joke is racist, it's not funny. And there are a lot of people who say, well, if you laugh at this ra- at this racist joke, that means you you're racist. 
right? Right. And you're not supposed to laugh, right? If it's funny, but, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But but in the other hand, if it's a black person who writes the joke, it's if it's a racist joke against black people, but it's written by Michael Che, then you can laugh without any restraints, you know? <laughs> no problem then. Did you see the black Superman jokes? You know, no. on Saturday Night Live? You, you didn't see those? You know, um, I, I saw some of those. I, the, the one I remember, Richard Belzer did a, did a thing about uh, uh, something about who's, who says, uh, ho dee do ho dee do ho dee do ho dee do And they're like, who? And he says, uh, he said, uh, a black guy trying to get you to hold the elevator. Because <laughs> instead of saying hold the door, ho dee do ho dee do ho dee do yeah. <laughs> one thing, one thing that I find, yeah. So, so I look for, look for black. That was Belzer though. That was like back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, look, look for Black Superman on YouTube. Like it's, it's not. I mean, it's Michael Shea gets. They have this. Uh, it's calling in chair, and it's a white guy and a black guy, and the black guy writes jokes for the white guy to say, and the white guy's gonna say it for the first time, so he's gonna see that on the teleprompter for the first time. Uh -huh. He's gonna say it, and the objective is to put the other person in a tough situation. So Michael Che will write racist jokes for the white guy to speak all the time, you know? And some jokes that you think, well, if a white guy says this joke, he's the worst person in the world. <laughs> but since it's Michael Che, you know, so there's this, this one joke they talk about, oh, the people talk about chimpanzee culture, uh, also known as hip hop. So it's like, like, <laughs> like, okay, so I'm not supposed to laugh. Because it's Michael Che who wrote it, but if it was a white guy, <laughs> I'm supposed to get infuriated. Like, what? What is? What is the thing? So, because a joke is a joke, right? You know, <laughs> a joke is a joke. It's not about who who wrote it. It's, it's right. about the joke itself. So, it's about is is the joke funny or is the joke not funny? Yeah, exactly. Period. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's the whole point. You know. So, you know, there are many racist jokes that we do find funny, but sometimes we just don't admit it. You know, like, nah, this joke is horrible. Oh, horrible, horrible, but you know, it's horrible. But you also, you know, you know, there's one, there's one, there's one character I, I told about it uh, in another podcast, but I can, I can talk about it again because you know it's it suits the the purpose of the podcast. Uh, I mentioned once uh, there was a comment this comedy group called Panic, which was also very politically incorrect, uh -huh. and they created this character called the African, and the African was. The, you, you imagine all African tribal stereotypes in the world. Yeah. And you merge them into this one character. It's him. You know, he's mm. uh, he has a huge dick and he, he can't speak properly. He's you know, saliva <laughs> coming out of his mouth. He's dancing all the time. And he's one of those reality shows, this, this cooking reality shows. And he's a chef. He's an African chef. So he dances over the food. That or something i mean it is as racist as it gets it's so racist it's so it's so blackface that it sounds even like a parody of blackface but it's, it's funny like, it sounds funny ridiculously funny you can't say it's not funny yeah. <laughs> the that so if, if you want to see some if you want to see some um no holds barred not i wouldn't say no holds barred but um funny stuff search on youtube um oh daddy dearest <clears throat> that daddy dearest was a sitcom starring uh starring um 
Oh, uh, oh, uh, Richard Lewis. You know who Richard Lewis is? No, 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 no idea. Okay, Richard Lewis and um oh who's the short bald headed guy with all the is Danny DeVito? No, 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 no. He's older than Danny DeVito, he's dead now. Um oh my god, I was just watching. I can't believe it. Anyway, it came out in the mid mid early to mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it's it's hilarious. Mm. It is hilarious. You should check it out. And it's politically incorrect to the bone. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, the, the the father, the one that plays the father, Don Rickles. Mm-hmm. Don Rickles plays the father. He's a famous comedian. He's he's been mm-hmm. dead for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, he plays the father. It's called Daddy Dearest. Mm-hmm. And the jokes that he tells is beyond hilarious, mm-hmm. but they're extremely politically incorrect. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, the case that I mentioned, the African character, yeah. I understand that he should have been cut. <laughs> I mean, there are certain things that, you know, you kind of, nah, they knew they would have cut, they would cut that character from right. the very beginning, right? But, you know, I, I admit that it's funny, you know, it's funny. Right. And, and the racist jokes on Droopy that I saw, I would see later, because I couldn't see as a child because they would cut it. And I saw it later and I found it funny. Right. And that's it. You know, jokes, they're either funny or they're not. You know, that's that's true. Exactly. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, and, uh, I, I just remembered something, but then I forgot. I was going to say something about, uh, you mentioned this this uh, television show that was also very politically correct. Oh, did you, did you, did you like uh, Married with Children? Uh, it was okay. Jesus, that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it was okay. You didn't like it, it that was, much? It, it was kind of cheesy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, right. there were some funny parts to it. <laughs> I still, I still see, I still watch sometimes little pieces of it on on TikTok. Yeah, like oh shit. <laughs> if you really, if you really hunt, you can find reruns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's uh, it was okay. I'm not saying I never watched it. I did, but it was it was all right. Okay. But check out Daddy Dearest. Seriously. Daddy Dearest. Yeah, you you have to write it down right. Daddy Dearest, the blinds, Mike. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. Blind Mike. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll write it all down for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a sitcom, Daddy Dearest. I forget how many how many seasons it went, but it was funny. Mm. Okay. All right. So. All right, I think we I think we should wrap it up at this point. Um, yeah. My girlfriend's almost home with food. Yeah, and I, I'm going to be eating Wendy's. They've got the new. Uh, what is Wendy's? I don't know what's Wendy's. Wendy's. Um, we'll just type in W E N D Y S. E. Sorry. No, no. W E W E N D Y S. W E N. Now I have to. My computer is a little bit slow. W E N D. Uh huh. Y S. Y S. Wendy. Wendy's. Yeah. Oh, Wendy's is a is is it, is it a is a. Uh, it's a fast food place. Yeah. What what yeah, what do they, they sell? I mean, well, they they hamburgers? sell hamburgers. They sell chicken. They sell chili. They sell everything. Uh, okay. French fries. So oh. the uh, baked potatoes. 
mm-hmm. um, with like you know like chili baked potatoes, um, broccoli and cheese baked potatoes, stuff like that. So it's really good food, really really good food. And and their big selling point is is it's a hundred percent beef. There's no filler. There's no soy in the in the burgers or anything like that. It's all mm-hmm. it's all one hundred percent beef. Gotcha. So in fact, they used to have an old commercial called "Where's the Beef?" Mm-hmm. Some old lady uh, back in the eighties. But anyway, at any rate. Um, I'm getting the uh, so, um, ghost pepper spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, I had one a, mm. was a couple days ago, and it was really good. Mm. So, all right, buddy. Well, I have to take a piss, mm. just in case the listeners were curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here with right. I'm swollen up like a wiffle ball bat, so I got to obviously yeah. all right. it's time to release. But let me let me wrap the show up because once you once you disconnect it, it, it everything disconnects. So let yeah. me wrap it up before we disconnect. Right. Okay, so this has been the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist. I've been joined by my co-host Mendez from Brazil, and we've been we were pretty much talking about free speech, but specifically free speech and comedy, stand-up comedy, and comedy in general. Um, and you know the pitfalls of, of trying to silence people and trying to um, censor jokes, which shouldn't be done. And if you enjoyed this podcast, we drop a podcast Monday through Friday. Um, and that uh, starts at Sunday night uh, into f- uh, Monday morning after 12.01 Eastern Standard Time. And the last one drops Thursday night into Friday morning Eastern Standard Time after 12.01. And uh, they last anywhere from an hour to two hours to three hours or more, all depending on the topic, depending on the co-hosts, depending on the guests that we're interviewing, depending on a lot of factors. And we try to give you perspectives from all angles, not just not just one angle. So if you enjoyed this, please subscribe to our podcast. We're on all, all every podcast you can think of, over 60 platforms. Um, so just our main home is Spotify, but you can get, get us on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on Stitcher. You can get us on Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and, and a ton of other platforms. Like I said, over 60 platforms. Just type in conservative atheist. Look for my face and clown makeup with the American flag wrapped around it, and you've come to the right place. Um, I, I took a week off this last week, but we're going to restart, and uh, I just need some time off, and so I took a week off with the holiday weekend and all that. And so now we're, we're back in gear. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. One last thing before I let you go. Tonight, when you're laying flat on your back in your bed, staring up at the ceiling in the dark, trying to drift off to sleep, I want you to repeat this mantra over and over and over again. Conservative atheist is always right. 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 Hey. Conservative atheist? He's always right. And in the morning when you wake up, you're going to feel like a refreshed, renewed person. The sun is going to shine brighter. The air is going to feel crisper. The flowers are going to smell sweeter. And the birds are going to sing your name. And all will be right with the world. And if not, maybe you believe in censorship.
Maybe you think that anything that offends you shouldn't be spoken, shouldn't even be thought. And if that's the case, you're extremely closed-minded. And you need to open your mind. You need to accept other people's ideas. Even if you don't want to hear it, don't try to keep other people from hearing it. Now, obviously, there's limits to everything. As I said in the show, we shouldn't be showing pornography to small children. But other than that, other than the extreme, extreme, extreme limits, there shouldn't be any limits. So, maybe if you listen to more Conservative Atheist podcast, your mind will be open, and you will be able to embrace people's opinions other than your own. Or maybe you'll be a closed-minded piece of shit for the rest of your life. Who knows? It's worth a shot. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you knuckleheads next time.